It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. The T-Biz Podcast delivers T-News that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. The T-Biz Podcast and blog connect you directly to experts in the tea lands. Listen as their voices reveal the news, innovations, cultural insights, and consumer trends that most impact the industry. Paired with Tea Journey, a digital magazine for tea enthusiasts, the T-Biz portal is a global resource for everyone who loves tea. Hello, everyone. In this week's headlines, International Tea Day makes a big splash. This year's theme is bringing people together over a cup of tea. A receding La Nina is expected to boost summer temperatures already soaring in China. A catchy TV campaign promotes Lipton's new hard iced tea. Plus, T-Biz travels to Montreal, Quebec to talk with Nadia de la Vega, director of tea sustainability and content at David's Tea, a company that fosters a spirit of positivity which she describes as doing what's right for both our local communities and global suppliers. Jessica Natalie Willard reports. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Kailani Valley, Telawakili, Bogawanthalawa, Harana, and Eliftia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. International Tea Day makes a big splash this year. Enthusiasm for the United Nations designated International Tea Day is peaking this year as tea associations, governments, and brands join in the May 21st tribute to a global tea industry that has increased production from 4.3 to 6.5 billion kilos in the past decade, enabling tea drinkers to enjoy 8.2 billion cups of tea a day. Here are samples of their activities. Learn more by visiting tea-biz.com. Globally, the United Nations designated Tea Day to encourage sustainable production and consumption of tea. This year's theme is bringing people together over a cup of tea. The online and in-person event at the FAO Atrium and a tea tasting in Flag Hall is Sunday, May 21st from 2 p.m. to 3.45 in Rome time zone and will focus on smallholder producers. The effort reaffirms the FAO's commitment to help overcome the challenges they face. Smallholders now produce 60% of the world's tea, employing millions. 
The UN website offers several useful reports on how the industry can support the UN's 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. Reports include international tea market, the market situation, prospects, and emerging issues, tea outlook 2027, a forecast, and emerging trends in tea consumption. The European Speciality Tea Association has organized a Zoom fundraiser to support women in tea. Promoted as the world's biggest sipping event, the online gathering begins at 2 p.m. British summertime on Sunday, May 21st. Quote, we plan to invite more than a thousand people worldwide to raise a cup in unison to celebrate this amazing beverage generating a thousand pounds sterling before and during the event to empower women in tea management. Women have been marginalized in the tea-making process and other management leadership roles within the tea industry, and we want to be a catalytic force to initiate change. The hour-long event will be recorded for viewing on demand. Visit specialityteaeurope.com to register. In Argentina, Expo Tea Argentina in Posadas, Misiones, is a three-day event marking the 100th anniversary of commercial tea production. The event is May 25th to 27th and includes garden tours, a tea business conference, an exposition, and a tea fair. In Belgium, the Chinese Tea Center in Antwerp will host a tea meditation and tea circle from 3 to 6 p.m. on Sunday, May 21st. In Canada, the Tea and Herbal Association of Canada will host its fourth annual SOFA Summit on Friday, May 19th, from 8.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Join THAC President Shabnam Weber for 11 hours of conversations with tea experts, tea association representatives, and growers worldwide. In the United States, the inaugural Eugene Tea Festival will be held at the Farmer's Market Pavilion in Eugene, Oregon, from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. in Pacific Daylight Time. Organizers invite participants to enjoy tea tastings, educational workshops, and a vibrant marketplace. In Germany, the Tea Day theme for this year's German Tea and Herbal Infusions Association is The Whole World in My Cup. Tea Van board member Anne-Marie Leninger explained the ambitious goals of the industry. Quote, Teas in all their diversity are not only part of a highly developed culture of enjoyment. Oh, one more time. Take three on Tieferband. Tieferband board member Anne-Marie Leninger explains the ambitious goals of the industry. Quote, Teas in all their diversity are not only part of a highly developed culture of enjoyment, but they are also becoming increasingly important as a valuable natural food in this country. As a commodity, tea builds bridges between the continents, connects young and old fans, and should further promote economic developments in the countries of origin if tea manufacturers have their way. End quote. Business Insight European Tea Day organizers announced an inaugural June 2nd celebration in Brussels with panel discussions describing the European tea market and new ways of attracting next-generation tea drinkers, along with a tasting session. China is again experiencing record-breaking heat early in the crop cycle. 
impacting Yunnan and several other tea-growing provinces. The country has experienced several heat waves since March, with Yunnan in southwestern China recording 40 degrees Celsius highs. Northern provinces Chinan and Tianjin are seeing temperatures soar to 37C, about 98 degrees Fahrenheit. Kunming, the capital of Yunnan, has recorded only 8 millimeters of rain through April. According to state broadcaster CCTV, the province has seen only 35 millimeters of rain since the first of the year, the lowest total recorded since record-keeping began. In its latest assessment, the World Meteorological Organization, WMO, predicts a strong likelihood of the El Nino weather pattern returning later this year. The current La Nina pattern has moderated temperatures over the past three years. WMO said the change will most likely lead to a new spike in global heating. A study published in the journal Nature Reviews, Earth, found that sea surface temperatures and variability increased after 1960 in the southern oscillation. El Nino and La Nina effects are more frequent and more extreme as a result. The Cicero study found that El Nino events have doubled, and strong La Nina has increased ninefold. Lean researcher Wenju Kai said that, quote, global warming makes the impact of these events more extreme because warmer atmosphere holds more water. So when it rains, it rains harder, and evaporation is higher, making droughts more severe. Their onsets earlier, and they're harder to get out of, he said. Lipton this week unveiled a trio of television and web commercials that state the obvious. The top-selling non-alcoholic tea brand recently launched a fresh brood line with 5% alcohol by volume. The new hard tea is blended with a triple-filtered malt base and four versions, replicating its best-selling flavored iced tea. The lineup includes lemon, peach, strawberry, and half-and-half flavors. According to Zion Market Research, the hard tea segment, pioneered in 2001 by Boston Beer's Twisted Tea, was valued at $20 billion last year. Zion projects revenue will surpass $30 billion by 2030, growing at a combined annual rate of 11.9%. Europe is expected to register the highest growth rate through 2030, followed by the Asia-Pacific region. The television commercials created by the Agency Foundation depict situations in which actors are caught in humorous situations, such as a guest who arrives in a swimsuit and fins for a pool party at a billiard room. When given a can of the new tea, the actors exclaim, Obviously! Brand director Lisa Texido writes that, quote, We created the recipe to make sure that the smooth, ballast flavor people love about Lipton iced tea came through. People will be surprised that a hard iced tea can be this delicious. It's a must-try, end quote. The tea is available in 12 packs of 12-ounce cans and 24-ounce single serves. Competitors, including Twisted, sell for $15 to $18 for a 12-pack, $3 per 24-ounce can. Online prices were 18 for the Lipton 12-pack. A 12-pack of non-alcoholic Lipton iced tea 
sells for around $7, or roughly 50 to 60 cents per can. Arvinda Anantharaman in Bengaluru reports on tea auction prices for sale 19. India tea price report for sale 19 for the week ending 13th May 2023. The Duars in the North Bengal are seeing an especially hard time this season with the drought-like situation. Gardens have had to turn to irrigation, and April saw a 10% decrease in production compared to last year. This, along with increase in wages from June of last year and a depressed market, has brought severe losses to tea, tea producers here. Green leaf prices that sold at 33 rupees per kilo last year are fetching half the price this time. Earlier this month, small tea growers in the Duars said the cost of production was around 20 rupees a kilo, but they were selling green leaf for 15 to 18 rupees per kilo. And the response from bottle factories was that the quality of green leaf was poor. So last week, the Tea Board of India has constituted an 11-member committee to study the reasons for why the quality of green tea leaves has deteriorated, and they've been given three months to respond. In auctions, sale 19, Calcutta saw the demand for all tea grades. Western India topped the list of buyers for CTC leaf and dust. The prices were lower compared to last week, except for CTC leaf. Guwahati also saw fair demand, but lower prices than last week, although there were fewer outlots this week. And in the south, Cochin saw nearly 500,000 kilos of tea more than last week. Orthodox leaf continues to see good demand. Orthodox leaf in Kumur also continues to see good demand with the 98% sale volume. Its exporters and internal buyers were both active for the, this grade. The dust market was also active with Orthodox dust faring better than CTC. And in weather, rain and thunderstorm predicted in northeast Assam. And light to moderate rainfall likely in North Bengal, including Darjeeling and the Duars, and also in Kangra, the south will see dry weather. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Nish. I grew up in an organic tea farm and I founded Nepal Tea Collective in 2016. Tea is not just a beverage for me, but a catalyst for social change, sustainably empowering hardworking artisans like my parents for the past 30 years. I'm on a mission to make the whole world aware of the goodness of Nepali teas and the good that comes from supporting growers in this remarkable land. If you haven't tasted Nepali teas yet, you're missing out. Our award-winning teas are making headlines. Find out why. Visit Nepal Tea Collective's website to get a free sample of this extraordinary taste of the Himalayas. That's nepalteacollective.com. Or just send me an email at nish, N-I-S-H, at nepalteacollective.com. Cheers. TBiz travels from Montreal, Quebec, to talk with Nadia De La Vega, Director of Tea Sustainability and Content at David's Tea, a company that fosters a spirit of positivity, which she describes as doing what's right for both our local communities and global suppliers. Jessica Natalie Woolard reports. Cheerful packaging and bright aqua for a signature color have made David's Tea one of Canada's most recognizable tea brands. Founded in 2008, David's Tea expanded to become the largest specialty tea boutique in Canada, 
offering more than 100 teas and blends. The company made tea accessible, attracting a new generation of tea drinkers. Pre-pandemic, it operated 240 retail locations in Canada and the United States, but today focuses on e-commerce and wholesale. From day one, David's Tea has been sustainably oriented. It's in the company's DNA, says Nadia de la Vega, David's Tea's Director of Tea Sustainability. Nadia joins us on the podcast for a conversation about sustainability in the tea industry and how mindfulness and fun can go hand in hand. Welcome, Nadia. We're so happy to have you on the Tea Biz podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Let's talk environmental sustainability. David's Tea already has plastic-free, biodegradable sachets. Your mailers are compostable and your silver tea bags are recyclable. Your website shows there are more environmentally friendly upgrades to packaging coming soon. What about sustainability as far as ethical considerations go? Safe and fair working conditions, healthy communities, and ethical partnerships with growers and farmers. Because we're working with a product that is so closely linked to communities, it is very important that we be mindful that there's people touching this product. It doesn't just come into our cups, right? Sometimes when we're having a hot cup of tea, we tend to forget where it comes from. And it's very important to really think about the communities and the struggles that they're going through. One of my most important parts of work is working with the Ethical Tea Partnership. It's something very important because it's the industry as a whole working together to improve the regions where we source and really address the issues at origin. Which of these sustainability initiatives has captured your heart, the one that you find yourself excited to tell your friends and family about, and now our TVIZ listeners? One of them would be our Nepal Clean Drinking Water Project. We have been working with the Junchiavari Tea Garden for over 10 years, so it just came as a natural um, continuation of that relationship to work together. This project now gives clean drinking water to three to four government schools in Nepal. Um, another project that I can't stop mentioning is our Manomen Maple. It's a collaboration blend between us and Tea Horse, an indigenous women-led tea company. And 10% of the proceeds give back to Reconciling Ways of Knowing which is part of the David Suzuki Institute. I had the pleasure of interviewing T-Horse a few months ago, actually, on this podcast. So our listeners may remember talking about Monomen. It's been such a rewarding experience to work with both Denise and Mark and to learn about Monomen and wild rice and how it's harvested. I was enchanted by the story of the wild rice, and then thrilled to hear that David's Tea had partnered to give it a wider audience and spread that beautiful tea to people across the country and beyond. Because it's such a wonderful story, and I'm just thrilled to see them blossom. David's Tea's commitment to what you call positivity comes with a price tag. So how does David's Tea calculate the return on the investment into sustainability? Sustainability is not a campaign. 
when you're doing sustainability work, you are not doing a sale. You're not doing a promotion. This is a long-term commitment to not only your product, but to the people that provide the product that you consume and that you love. So this is not a, let me see how much money I make. This is a, a realization that we're part of the tea industry of the tea world and that we all need to ensure that we're doing our responsibility and our due diligence for the people and for the product. How does sustainability foster creativity and innovation at David's Tea? What I like most about my day-to-day job in terms of working collaboratively is that, that we work so closely with all the teams at David's Tea. I think that having these conversations with our marketing teams and our PR teams and communications and our R&D teams, I think we all get really inspired from the work that we do. We intrinsically inspire each other, whether it's through artwork or through blends themselves. What I would like to remind people is to really have fun because even though Tea is a serious subject. It's good to remember to have fun in the in the world of tea and to be mindful about what you're actually consuming in your cup because you can have fun and enjoy the flavor, but also think of how you got to enjoy this cup of tea. The journey of tea is so lovely and interesting and you can delve so much into learning about it. The fun doesn't detract from the mindfulness moment. You can be enjoying it, but also thinking of it mindfully. Those two worlds can collide and collide beautifully. There you have it. Mindfulness and sustainability can go hand in hand with fun. Indeed, they can work together to enhance the tea drinking experience. Thanks to Nadia for joining us today. To explore more of the David's Tea story, visit davidstea.com. Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and tea experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-bizbiz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Produced by Audavita Studios. Connect your voice to the world.